<laughs> oh my God. I'm like off gassing heat right now. There's like heat coming off my body like a space heater. Really? Well, I just Go rode on. for 45 minutes and I just hopped out of the shower. And so I'm like, Wait, my muscles what? are still, what? well, I mean, I have clothes on, but I, <laughs> I got out of the shower. I ran over to the mic, hit record. Off we go. Try, try, trying to turn this show into something people want to hear. Uh, how you doing? I'm okay. My, you know, I woke up this morning and Heather's like, Wi-Fi's out. And I was like, what? And huh. so, you know, we have uh, the, the Fios, right? Right. Yeah, sure. Uh, as of, you know, a few months ago, I'm very happy with the Fios. It's been doing well. Um, but I'm using the and I'm using the uh, the the Verizon router because it's actually a Wolf Wi-Fi six E router. It's like a really like high end router. Yeah, is it the uh, the little white tower? That's yes. the one we have. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the one yeah. we have. It's like a square yeah. tower, yep, ten yep, inches yep. high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I said, eh, maybe I'll just use theirs because it came. It doesn't cost me anything, so you know why not? Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh crap, because yesterday there was a doorbell ring. And some, you know, because random, we live in an apartment building, so people will ring the bells to drop off UPS or whatever it is. Like, UPS, you know, like, okay, yeah, open the front door so they can throw it in the vestibule, you know. Right. But if, if somebody, do you look down before you open the door or it doesn't matter what it is, you'll, if somebody buzzes you, will you open the door by reflex or do well, you like have in to a know movie? who it is? Like, yeah. like, uh, like if somebody walks up and just presses all of them because they really need to get in, are you one of the guys that goes, oh yeah, come on in? Hey, it's like, yeah. and you've got mail, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, actually more 13 going on 30, but uh, no, I... Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's Thriller, come on. <laughs> Maddie, it's Thriller. <laughs> I actually really like that scene. I do too. It's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Maddie, it's... Thr okay, uh, so anyway, the guy buzzes. I, I don't know. Sometimes I'll buzz. If they say delivery, Amazon, UPS, like, so maybe I'm the sucker who lets the guy in. But in my right. neighborhood, it's not really a problem. All right, so keep that in mind, kids. If you go to Bill's house, just <laughs> yell up, UPS, and he will let you in. Yeah, and then you can come up to my door and I'll say, you're not Chinese. <laughs> Package? Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, some guy buzzes, and he, I said, what's, hello? And he's like, hey, it's uh, Verizon Fios. Uh, I need to get up to the roof. And I'm like, hmm, this doesn't sound good because my files is working perfectly. Right. Now, do, do they have to enter an apartment to get to the roof or is there external access once you're in the building? You can just go all the way up the stairs and you end yeah, up yeah. at a door that goes to the roof. Yeah. Which is just, you know, a floor above us. We're on the top. And um, the Fios box is in the hallway closet upstairs. Because I'm the one who got us Fios in this building because I'm the one who bitched and moaned about it long enough. I so, can see that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... <laughs> So he's, this guy's coming up the stairs and I was like, what's going on? He's like, oh, you know, they just uh, installed Fios at the cafe downstairs last week and they're having a problem with it. And I, I thought was, that cafe closed in your building. Are they? Did, there's there's another cafe. Yeah. yeah it right. got replaced. And so um, he he's coming up the stairs and I was like, um, you know, I have Fios too and mine's working fine. So I don't think it's the cable up on the roof coming into the building, you know, because I didn't want him to mess up my Fios. Right, right, right. 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 Don't, don't cut, don't cut me off. Exactly. Um, so uh, he's like, oh, really? Okay, well, I'll just, I'm like, the box is in the, the closet upstairs. He's like, all right, cool. So he went up and I just let him do his thing and mine never went out and whatever. But then this morning I wake up and Heather like turns over and she's like, Wi-Fi's out. And I was like, oh, crap. You know, I'm, I hope that it's not something this guy <laughs> did yesterday because I'm supposed to record on taking pictures this right, morning. Right. 
And isn't it lovely that the, the new the new good morning is Wi-Fi's out? <laughs> yeah. Well, usually it's much more of a oh, let's cozy before I go to work. Sure, but like, uh, but yeah. So anyway, she. Uh, I get up, and so she, you know, she rows before work, so she gets on the rowing machine. But usually, we watch TV on the rowing machine, which means she can't watch TV. But she's got the next episode of Last of Us on her phone, so she was watching her little tiny phone while on the rower, and you know. Anyway, long story short. I go and I look and there's, so I, I load up the, the router, you know, 192.168.1.1 or whatever it is. Right. I get into the router and the router's like, yeah, you're not connected to the internet. I was like, yeah, no crap, <laughs> you know, Watson. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Oh, oh okay. All hey, right. All you right. know, um, so I go look at the, 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 the router and then the, like the actual like cable modem part of it, you know, the, the actual mm -hmm. So I go look at it and there's two lights that aren't lit up, but it's like in a dark corner of my closet. I can't really get an angle on what those lights are. Like I can't see, mm. you know, mm. so I go into the, there's an app on the phone. I connect the phone through cellular. I go into the app. The app goes through, knows who I am, can check your connection. Oh, really? Have you ever done this? No. Is it, it's a Verizon official app? Yeah. Official Verizon Fios app. And huh. there's basically like a, um, uh, you know, troubleshooting section of it. And part of it is let's, you know, have you lost, you've lost your internet connection. Yeah. Have you lost power? You know, cause people are that dumb. Like, I don't know. The power's out. I don't know why I don't have the internet, you know? Um, and I said, wow, no, we, you are, you are full of it today. <laughs> I said, we, we haven't lost power. Um, and and the the computer the computer internet box says uh, all right well, let me check and it goes one percent two percent three percent and I don't, I'm trying to think does it actually take that long to check or is there a queue on the other end of you yeah, know you, like, would, you would think that it would be pretty instantaneous right, right? it would look up whatever my I, my account is and then it would look up the IP that I'm connected to and it would do whatever trace route through the network to say oh yeah that thing's pinging or not pinging maybe the app has to sit through the same hold queue that the caller does well that's that's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking is that there's like some sort of queue on the other end that's like whoa we got 6312 of these ahead of you yeah right like hold your horse you are caller number yeah Seven, yeah, awesome. yeah yeah and so 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 uh, finally it goes done and it says, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with your internet connection. I was like, that's funny because my router can't talk to the box, you know. Right. In the box, the lights are out on the box. Right. Or so I thought. So hmm. I unplug, I unplug the box thing, the, you know, the, you know, the, the, the optical to ethernet yeah, the, box. What is it? O-N-T, something like that? Yeah. Is the on-premises, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I unplug that thing and plug that thing back in, figuring out oh, at least let that thing restart, you know, because it hasn't restarted in five months since I've gotten it. And then still no connection to the Wi-Fi. I was like, this is so weird. So I reboot that router. That router takes a long time to reboot. Have you ever unplugged it and replugged yeah, it? Yeah, all of the, yeah, it, it's... It takes it's, like 10 minutes to reboot. Yeah, it's really strange to get the little white ring again. Yeah, it's, yeah. it takes forever. Um, so anyway, that thing comes up and it connected fine. So I have no idea what it huh. was. Maybe the route. Anyway, long story short, we have internet w again. Were the lights on then after you rebooted it on the on those, the closet box? Those two bo those two lights, I think, might be connected to Ethernet and data. Da 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 da. Huh. You know what I mean? I think yeah, those might be yeah, like yeah. the the uh, Ethernet connection and data blinking light. Huh. So of course they weren't on because the yeah, Wi-Fi yeah, yeah. router wasn't connected. But I didn't change anything other than unplugging and replugging the. I actually didn't even unplug it and replug it. I rebooted it through its little portal thing yeah well 
Anyway, it's long story thank, short. It doesn't really you, matter. Uh, but. Thank you, Roy, from the IT crowd. <laughs> But it was that, that thing that Merlin used to say where, you know, the Dell people used to say, uh, you know, uh, instead of asking whether their co- the computer was plugged in and stuff, they'd say, I know this sounds really dumb. It's ridiculous. I know. But could you sometimes there's dust in the prongs of the power thing. Could you just unplug yeah, it, yeah. blow it out and replug <laughs> it in for me as a way to make the person not feel stupid? So if they go under their desk and they find that it was unplugged, which it probably right. was, they could plug it in and go, oh, yep, look, it's working. You yeah. know, <laughs> remember the Dell guy, dude, you're getting a Dell. Remember him? I think he came back. He's back. I, I, well, maybe he came back and then left again. Like huh. It was one that of was those. Quick. <laughs> Man, what was the last time he had a Dell? Uh, I, you know, I never had a Dell. I've had Dell peripherals, but I never, I've never had a Dell tower or anything. I th- yeah. I don't think since I had a jobby job 22 years ago, Yeah, 23 years yeah, I've never ago. Had one. I don't know. So, hey, right. uh, yeah. let, let me ask you something. Can we, can we dive a little for, for a minute? You could dive as deep as you want. I'll just hold my <laughs> breath. Hold on. <laughs> so it's, the, it's, it's the seventh today as we, uh, as we do this, the seventh of February. Yep. My father's birthday was on the fifth. Ah, okay. And, uh, it, it's been 10 years since he died, Ugh. which, which is weird. But, but here's the thing. I, we went and did other things and it was actually a really good day. I, I didn't in the past when I have forgotten or when I haven't, you know, given the day it's, it's proper sort of Do. gravitas. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 I've felt guilty about it. And, and what? this year yeah. I, I didn't feel guilty for not really, I went most of the day, not realizing what day it was, you know? And now do and you I, feel guilty about not noticing? N- no, okay. not really. But I wondered for you, how, how long, or do you still, how, either way, if you don't feel guilty, if you, if you don't give it the weight that it deserved or, or had, had gotten in the past, how many years did it take you to be okay with it? And it's, it's, it's Sunday. It's not D-Day. Sure. Or whatever it is. You know um, what I mean? In my particular instance, my father's birthday was September 11th and he died on oh, wow. the 16th. Yeah. Right, right, right. So his birthday and his death date are five days away from each other. Yeah. So there is always a, or at least there has been in the last, God, what has it been? 18 years. Yeah. Um, I am in a funk those two weeks around yeah. that <clears throat> um and is it is it more for your father or more for 9-11 or it, it, it is it hard to separate the two because they were both so impactful horrific etc I, mean, I was here for 9-11 yeah i knew some people who died but 9-11 is not the reason why i'm sad yeah, on 9-11 yeah. okay 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 uh, for me it's that's not i mean it's a thing, but it's in a thing in the same way it is for most people, not for somebody who, you know, yeah, I wasn't affected in a really deep, I was there. I saw it. I watched, I mean, with my own eyes, I watched the towers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I, but I, um, for me, my father's birthday being that day in some ways had more of a, uh, uh has more of an imprint. Uh, mm. It's, you know, it is the, in a weird, sad way, the, 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 memorial of the attacks 
is just a reminder that it's my father's birthday. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, it's the right, other way right, around. Right. Um, it, I'll, I'll tell you one weird one though. Uh, um, he died. It was the it was the the it was the night of the fifteenth, early in the morning of the sixteenth. So it was like hmm. two o'clock in the morning or something like that. Um. Maybe it was later. I don't think. See, this is the kind of stuff you start losing. But it was, it was, it was, you know, in the early morning hours. And uh, in my head, I don't know whether to mark it as the 15th or the 16th. Because mm. in my mm-hmm. head, it was like the day of the 15th, we were all up pretty much all day. Occasionally, one of us taking a nap on the couch for an hour or two and then tag teaming. Right. And so by the time he died in the middle of the night that night, I still think it's the 15th, but it's technically the 16th. So these like weird things in your head where you're, where you're, you're trying to subdivide things that don't really matter. Right. I mean, obviously that's, that's irrelevant, but, but, but you're doing that as, I don't know, some way to control. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's a, it's a, when, when do I mark this as the the, the time that I should be thinking about it, grieving about it, memorial, like whatever, whatever the, 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 the attachment has become to it, y- you want to hold on to that. Like you want to be sure about that. I should, I should know when my father died. Sure. Yeah. You know, and and I, thing. yeah, I, you know, there's some memorial that I, yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't forget, um, <clears throat> that, that it's, um, that it's ir- disrespectful of right. me to, to, right, to, right, right. to not, but the, you know, it's 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 interesting. I mean, you hear stories about parents who have lost children, you know, yeah, some sure. of some of whom never get over it. You know, the right. child died when they were thirty, and for the rest of their lives, they're still like cleaning up the little kid's room or whatever. You know what I mean? Right, that, right, th- right. Those kinds of things, right? And then there's the people. Um, my my parents had friends who lost a child pretty young Hmm. and I never knew about it until, and I, you know, these were good friends of my parents and I didn't know about it until late in her life, you know, that this even never happened. So obviously it was something that I'm sure she thought about, I don't know, every day, but I'm sure it was a thing, but it wasn't the thing anymore for them. You know, um, it's, you know, pain, uncertainty and constant work, right? Like it's, 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 it's weird, you know, and I, and I, we were out seeing a, a seeing some music, uh, on Sunday night and, and I thought about it, but then I, 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 it was weird. I didn't know how to feel like, should I, should I, should I be having a good time? Because that's what your parents would want you to do. They'd want you to go on and live your life and, and like, or should I be feeling guilty that I don't feel worse about not you know, marking it in a different way. It just, it was this whole thing that I know you've gone through and I know we've talked about before. Um, I, I'm I just wondering wondered, if, is, is, do you think that the, 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 the fear that you have that you're not being reverent enough in some yeah, way? Sure. Right? Sure. Um, I mean, I remember there were times when I was younger and this is, this is not a, this is not a rip on you in any way. It's, it's just like the way that I, I was thinking about it. I, I, there used to be these times where I was, I, 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 if I was mad at my father for some reason, I don't know, he was mean to me or, you know, yeah. normal yeah, teen angst kind of things. Yeah, sure. Where 
I would like purposefully go and mope in my room and I would get mad at myself if I wasn't moping at the highest level. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Amateur. Like, yeah, like yeah, I, sure. need, I yeah. need to be moping at 11, yeah. you know, I have done better for less. So let's get it in gear. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. so, there, so the, yeah, there's part of me that just thinks, wow, you know, but then again, that's when I was 13 and now I'm 48. And, you know, I, for me, and I'm just going to mention it as a thing, cause I don't want to spoilers or whatever it is, but you know, you and I talked yesterday and I said that Heather made me watch that episode three of Last of Us the other day. Right. And it wrecked me. Same. And yeah. um, and I don't, I don't watch that show. I don't think I will watch that show, but that episode was extremely good. Um, and, I, you know, Heather and I were sitting there and, and part of the reason why it wrecked me is because it's sort of having been with somebody for 15 years and married for a big chunk of that. And knowing that unless something crazy happens, I will spend the rest of my life with this person. Um, there was like a, there was an understanding within that episode. It, it like, it wasn't about, it's not about love in the sort of falling in love way. It's about love in that we've been together for decades way. Which is mm. a, which is a different thing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I don't even know if someone who was this is like an old man thing, but like you have a very different perspective on that episode depending on where you are in your life, right? Yeah, or maybe even where you are in a relationship if you're sure. in a relationship, yeah. like right? if, if yeah, or or if you had lost somebody already, yeah. Yeah, or yeah. if you know you, you know you're you've been with somebody for fifty years, or you know it's or but. You know, you could imagine, oh, man, I just met my girlfriend and we've been together for three months and like, oh, I could never imagine losing them. And it's like, no, this is a different thing. Mm -hmm. That is a thing. I'm not discounting it. And that is a very serious, awful, you know, heartbreaking thing. But this isn't even heartbreak. This is just like aching pangs of living stuff. Right. You know right. what I yeah. mean? What, what was the line that he said that Nick Offerman said? I, I was never afraid until I met you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just, and, and, oh. and, and, you know, we, we went out, um, we went and saw the, the Vanguard big band last night. At, mm, uh, right. Yeah, Vanguard. Right. How was it? It was great. Um, yeah. my friend Frank Basili was sitting in on Barry Sachs. He was amazing. Um, mm. but we were there, you know, with, with some youngins, some, uh, college kids, friends of ours. And we were talking about that episode and they hadn't seen it yet. And I was just thinking to Heather, we're on the way home. And I was just thinking, you know, they're going to, they may think that that, is sad, but I don't think they'll probably think it's as sad as I think it is because I'm older and I just look at the whole situation differently because in a lot of ways that episode is my biggest fear, you know, oh, yeah, like sure. that's, that's, yeah. the, that's the scariest thing ahead of me. Yeah. You know? Um, and so. Well, and statistically, I mean, it's, it's so weird, man. Adrian and I were talking about this same it's thing. Inevitable. It's, it's inevitable. And statistically we're going to go first. You, you and I. Yeah. 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 Before partners. Yeah. 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 Which Very, is terrifying to me. For them and for you? Do, yes. you, do you worry more about them or do you worry about the fact that you're going to most likely decline first? Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Well, I worry about all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Constantly. Of course. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, me too, which is why I didn't want to watch this episode in the first place. And then she made me watch it. I was like, why did you make me watch that? <laughs> right. Um, but but I guess I just bring this up to say that even with the thing, the father angle of it. Right. That I could imagine if I had children right now, which I don't, that I would l- look at that in a very different way than... I looked at my father's death when he died 18 years ago. You know, mm. like if I had a 12, 15 year old kid or something right now, and I'd think, oh man, like I'm no longer in the position of the kid who's going to lose his parent. Now I'm the parent who's going to be lost. Right. And my kid has to deal with that. And like that, that, that sort of trauma, just like jumping down the generations, like the, 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 the reality of life and death in the circle, the circle of life. <laughs> Um, Hold on. Wait, I got to find something to lift up. Hold on. <laughs> Come here, cat. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, so I guess what I, what I'm trying to say is that I, if it changes for you and you seeing music and being out at a show and smiling cause, or there's some song that moves you or something. Well, the reality is Jeffrey that you're still alive and he's not. Right. And the fact that you're feeling that means you're still alive. And that's that feeling is what life is all about. So you in no way should feel bad about it. If it then reminds you and makes you think, oh, yeah, it's my father's birthday today. I think that that in some ways is as good of a tribute to him as sitting and f- feeling as if you have to feel sad the whole day. Right. right. Um, yeah. Because. Ultimately, life is meant to be lived, right? So, um, I don't know. That's, I don't know, a tough one. Yeah. Where'd you come out on it? I think I'm okay. I really do. I mean, okay. it's, you know, I, I started to go, well, you should be, you know, feeling, sure. you know. It, but I think you're right. I think I think that, that getting to that point of, and I know a lot of people who aren't there without this kind of, of trauma, because it is trauma that, that, that we have gone through with parents. It's a terrible club to be part of. We've said that before. Sure. And yet they, they, they are still not realizing what you just said. And it sounds so simple that that life is meant to be lived. It sounds so simple, but it, it is so on the other side of that, it's so easy to get in the way of that, to put ourselves in the way of that. Sure. And, and not be able to go, yep, you're right. It is. And I should, but Ukraine or, but yeah, you know, Congress or, but environment, like whatever the, but is. Yeah. There, there was, there was, you know, I went and saw a show on, I went and saw Lake street dive on Friday, Mm. Saturday, Saturday. And, um, you know, they're this great band and their singers, amazing. Rachel's amazing. And, um, there was a moment there since my eyes are so bad and I was wearing a yeah. mask, I couldn't wear my eyeglasses, my spectacles. Um, I, you know, we were sitting back up in the mezzanine and I could look at the stage, but I'm not, you know, I'm seeing them, but I'm not like seeing the facial movements of them. Yeah, it's sure. still too sure. far away. And I didn't want to put my glasses on cause I had a mask on. Cause when I'm in group situations like that, it's just like, well, you know what? I'm just going to wear a mask for a little while while we're yep. still fighting this thing. Same. Yep. And, um, uh, so I had my head down 
and I was listening to this music and it was resonating in the way that only good music can sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of got lost in my own head for a little bit. I was, I was floating a little bit, um, in a, in that really amazing way that music can do. Yeah. Um, there's a release there that, that when it happens, man. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh my God, what is coming into my head right now is so beautiful. Yeah. And it just, it just, it, it just sprung me up, you know? Um, you know, last night in the, the, so we went and saw the, the Vanguard big band I was saying. And so this is like a full big band for anyone who doesn't know. So like, uh, uh, four trombones, four trumpets, five saxes, piano, bass, drums in a club that fits a hundred people. Nice. <laughs> so like a fifth of the fire code limit is the band. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's like a, a room the size of a Chipotle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's small and it's in a basement with like fairly oh, wow. low ceilings. So you're wow. like in this, you know, little tiny place in the Village Vanguard, right? How great, yeah. So so we're sitting there and um, there is so, what I find interesting as somebody who's, you know, knows enough about this stuff is, I mean, the musicianship is amazing and the they're great. But what's really cool is the, communication between all of them and mm. some of it's nonverbal like people holding up hand signals and and you know lifting their instrument when they're like trying to say and now you know like yeah, these yeah, kinds yeah. of things right yeah, like the yeah, things you see all the time that they develop right? right but then there's also the stuff there's like one guy in each section who's like the leader of the trombones or the leader of the saxes or the leader thing and the the lead trumpet player in the back is like somebody will be soloing for like you know I don't know, 64 bars. And then the guy in the back, like, you know, the drums are going, the piano's going, everyone's comping. But then there's a point at which during the solo, the band comes back in behind the person playing, but they've been playing for 64 bars or whatever it is. So like people can like lose their way. So the the trumpet player in the back, four, three, two, and then, like underneath the guy, right? Right, right, right. And, and it's like all of these like little, hey, you know, like like these like little call outs, right? That they're all, they all know what's going on. It's like, so we're all on the same page. I'm going to tell when we're on one, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. like the simple yeah, yeah, version of yeah. it. But but it's a much complex version of that, you know, like. And and it's just, it's so much fun to watch that you kind of sit there. And I was looking at, at, at Sophie, Heather's little sister and she was like kind of smiling at that stuff. And I leaned over in the between songs. I was like, I love the way they talk during the thing. And she's like, Oh my God, it's the best part. And I was like, yeah, cause it's, it's because there's, it's not just about playing the music. It's that there's these 20 people on stage and they're having a moment, right? Like even if no one else was there watching, they themselves are having this experience. Right. Yeah. Right. It's it's like this beautiful, like, party that's going on that's is it's not irrelevant from the point of view of the the audience being there or not but like that heightens it i guess but yeah. but the, they're ha- they're on their own train right, you know right 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 they're gonna get there regardless of whether you get there or not yeah and i just it's like something about it it's like these people are having experience and and my and i haven't seen my friend who was playing barry um walked in and i was like hey look he is he's subbing right I don't know if he's in there every week. He, he didn't used to be. And then sometimes he is anyway. So I saw him come in. And I was like, oh, hey, look, Heather, it's Frank. So I go around the back and and I haven't seen him in probably five years. Oh, know? wow. 
And he, cause you know, COVID plus whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, sure, sure. So he comes, he's actually one of my drabbles. He's a guy um, with flowers in an elevator. I don't know if you ever saw mm, that one. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, he's got like a suit and tie on. Um, anyway, he's there and he comes over and he like says hi to somebody else and he turns and he looks at me. He's like, hey, man, you know, and he gives me a big giant hug. And, and, uh, and we're chatting for a bit and I was like, Hey, you know, I just, I wanted to come down and see it. You know, I know you got to get up the bandstand, like do your thing. He's like, no man. He's just like Monday nights. You know, you know, you're like, like, this is where you got to be. Like, this is, this wow. is, you know, that's the place. And, and right? I was like, yeah, it, it really is. You know? And I think that, you know, you said to me yesterday on the phone, do you imagine living in New York your whole life or some, something yeah, along those yeah, lines? Something along those lines. Yeah. And it's because of interactions like that, that I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, mm. You know, like this is the place to be. And, you know, these guys, some of them, two of the guys teach at Temple University, which is what in Philly Temple. Uh, Cause I think that's where uh, Hall and Oates went, mm. um, you know, and they drive up on Mondays to like do this gig, you know? And it's just like, yeah, cause this is, this is, this is Times Square for jazz on Monday nights. Yeah, sure. You know? And there's but something then, then again yeah. on the other side of that in any big city and maybe even in some small towns, there's a version of that happening. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That for, for that person who might be in, I don't know, Chicago or Milwaukee or, yeah, yeah. you know, or Spokane or something, Spokane, right? Like yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. there's a place there's like play, people playing hot jazz. If that's what you yeah, want to go yeah. see. And that's what you go see, or it's the blues or it's honky tonk or yeah. whatever it yeah, is yeah, yeah. like on Tuesdays or on Mondays, this is where, you know, the Hepcats go. Right. But, but isn't it interesting <laughs> though, that there was a, there's a, there's that Harvard psychologist and it was all over CNN or something the other day. Hmm. You know, they do these giant longitudinal studies of people's lives. So they follow a group of people for 60 years right, and talk about their happiness at different times in their life or, you know, psychological stuff. And it turns out like the best correlator to happiness is people is other hmm. people is hmm. relationships your, your depth of relationships with other people, it has to do, it's like, it's, it's a morbidity indicator. Like the, you know, the, the more people in your life, the less early you die. Oh, you know, it's just like, it's just uh -oh. a reality of, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> better get on that. No, <laughs> hold on. Where's this article? <laughs> and it's just, it's interesting. Cause it's like, yeah, people and other people are, are, you know, it's not hell as other people. Like it's, you know, other people are everything. To a large extent, you know, I think we, we all, I mean, even you and I, right. Like we get stuck in our own heads, you know, you and Sean get stuck in your own heads. You and, you know, whoever else you talk to get stuck in your own heads, Sure, but you get unstuck by talking to each other. Right, 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 right. Um, how do you, how do you, okay. So let, let, let's stay on this for a second. Where, where do you think you are in, in the, the unstuck scale? relative to this like are you are you right do you now feel, yeah like right now 10 in your being life, completely what, unstuck zero being like feet in concrete yeah and i don't mean today i mean like just this this, oh, okay. this season of your life i, I thought you like wanted this, up to the minute i was gonna right. i was trying to, was trying to of, count uh 1004 um and, yeah this season in, in your life like where where is bill four really yeah at the really? moment yeah Okay. Um, I mean, you know, it could be that I'm at a seven in a month. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right now I feel a little stuck. Um, and it's funny because there are things that I know that I can do to get unstuck. 
and I'm choosing not to do them. Real. Okay. Not okay. choosing not to do them. That's, that's a bad way of putting it. Is there a I'm procrastinating between? doing them. Okay. You know? Yeah. It's like, um, you know, if you, you had like a fallout with a friend and maybe it was your fault, maybe it wasn't, but it's like this thing that's kind of like sticking in your craw. Yes. You know about that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard tell. And, and, but, but in some ways making that call is really simple. Yeah. And yet is really hard. Right. Yeah. Because on some level you might be waiting for like, you might be waiting for them to make the call. Right. Like, why should I have to do it? Exactly. Right. And all of that plays into it. Or yeah. even worse, what if I do make the call and it doesn't change anything? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, wait, are we doing this again? I thought we were done with this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's yeah. a little bit of a, uh, um, uh, Michael McDonald, uh, what a fool believes, right? right. Like, <laughs> wait, who are you again? <laughs> Where the answer is really simple, mm. but the fear of failure keeps you locked in. But you and I have talked about failure a thousand times. Of course you're going to fail. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I mean, there, you're going to fail more, more often than you succeed. Yes, because there is no way out but through. And if you go through, you will fail. Yeah. And, you know, even in, and this goes for like my photography lately is, mm. is feel, I feel like it's like, okay, I want to do, I want to keep moving, but I'm having a hard time getting unstuck. Mm. It's not that what I'm doing is bad. It's just that if I try to do something new and it doesn't work out, I'm like, oh man, maybe I can't do anything new. Maybe I've hit my limits of my ability. You know, or maybe, or you have some idea for how you're going to light some shot, like to make it, you know, objective. Yeah. And you go in there and you set up your lights and you hit pop and you go, oh, no, that doesn't work at all. <laughs> or no, I get all these like weird reflections over there. Or, 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 or. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm, I'm supposed to photograph uh, a friend this weekend and it involves like all these mirrors that we're mm. going to use. Mm. And it's like this complicated shoot and we we rented a, uh, a dance studio cause they have these mirrors on wheels that we can use to like do the shot. Oh, okay. And, um, I'm still, it's like, I have ideas in my head of how I'm going to do it and how it's going to look, but we could get there that day and be like, Oh crap, that doesn't work at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and I feel like there was, there are times when I am more successful. I walk in, I have an idea. I try the idea and the idea works. And then I, get a little, I get a buzz from that. Right. Or, and then there's other times where you go in and it feels like none of your ideas work. The thing yeah. is, is that I wonder Jeffrey, if the ideas working means I'm not trying something different enough. Cause if I know it's going to, if it works, it probably means I knew it was going to work, which means right. it's something I've done before. Is, is there, let me ask you this. Is there a part of, cause it, way, way back when, if we go back from, from the design side of, of, the career kind of backing into photography, right? Yeah, I'm is, backing in. <laughs> is is there a part of you that is trying to make space to back into something else? Like in my in my purpose is my mind purposely making room for something else by saying yes. that I'm done with this? Yes. I don't know. Maybe. But maybe I backed into this because I hit a wall in the last thing. Right. 
Maybe right. I did hit a wall or maybe it was my brain making myself hit a wall. Yeah. So the, is the wall real? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't mean to say that I really have nowhere to go in photography. It's like, I'm sure I could figure out something. It's just that I'm, everything I try is just sort of like, yeah, it's not very interesting or, oh yeah, that didn't work or, oh crap, that really didn't work. I mean, I can always go back to the things I know do work, and that's what people want from me anyway, yeah, so that's, it's fine. that doesn't satisfy you very long. I mean, that, that's, that's yeah, a I mean, short-term the, burst. Totally. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, yeah I'm not discounting that. It's just like there is a and, – and everything goes in, in ebbs and flows, right? Like or everything, you know, fits and starts is the word I was looking for. Right. I mean, it's like, you know, it could be <sighs> – do you have ideas when you go to sleep, like while you're going to sleep? Uh, often, yeah. Do you keep a yeah. pad and paper? Do you write them down? Um, I will often do a note. Like I use this Bear app. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I have I have a, a, a document of of just sleepy ideas. Is it is it called Sleepy Ideas? I think it might be, or it's Sleep Time Ideas, or something like it's something. Sleepy like Time Ideas. Does it have a little sleeping bear icon <laughs> does, next to it? It actually does. Yeah, and there's a lovely little lullaby that plays whenever I open it. <laughs> Don't be jelly. Um. Yeah, I you know sometimes I I sometimes am falling asleep and I come up with what I think is a really good idea, and then for whatever reason that's the day that I don't write it down. You know, and then I go to sleep and I'll be like, oh, I was thinking about this for like three minutes. I'll totally remember it in the morning. Yeah, this is such a good idea. I'm absolutely going to remember this. Yeah, and then of course the next morning I don't even remember that I was supposed to remember it, let alone try to remember it and fail. Um. And so I, I'm starting. I'm starting to write things down. And you know, I had an idea. I had a vague idea for another movie script the other day, and um, uh, and 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 I wrote it down. And I or I wrote it down a while back. And I just went and looked at that list the other day because I was like, oh, let me get unstuck. Let me look at the, the the list of things to do and ideas list to see if anything pokes out at me. And this one poked out at me. I was like, oh, I forgot about that. That's actually a good idea. Um. So maybe I really just want to do something different. Well, I will say that w when we have spoken in the recent past, there has been an excitement and and maybe a curiosity in your voice when you've been talking about writing and movies and creating drama because and it's dialogue. New. But is it is yeah, okay. Okay. I think it's because it's new. It's like it's my new girlfriend, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's my, it's, 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 it's my hot piece on the side, you know, like, you know, wow. it, I mean, there no, but is. there is that certain amount of like, it's, it's dangerous, right? Mm. Like I'm going to get caught, <laughs> you know, and that's what makes it an exciting thing. Um, I think that's really, it's part of it. I, you know, I, I, I sent, I sent one of my scripts to this, uh, to a actor, I met an, I met an actor guy and, uh, uh, he's, I sent it to him and he's like, Oh my God, I want you to send this to these other two people I know. Cause I think they'll, they have some good insight or have a kick out of it. Or if you want to do a reading, they might be interested in whatever. Sure. 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 And, um, so I, I sent this thing. I was just looking it up on email. I sent it on December 23rd and then I, it was, it was January 24th. So like a month after. And I was like, Hey, uh, just checking in to see if you got around to reading it, you know? <laughs> Because I hadn't heard anything from this one guy. And he writes me back and he says, he says, Bill, I wrote this the night we corresponded on email and sent it on this thread. And I never got this reply. Like, it's, oh. I don't think he ever sent 
you know, hit send or whatever. Right, right, right. right. And his, his initial response, apparently the night we talked, he said, hey, Bill, believe it or not, I just finished it. That's a mark of something great. I normally don't finish script so fast, so I, uh, uh, but I was all in to see what would happen next. Well done. And then he doesn't hear from you for a month. Yeah, exactly. So he's, he's like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's like, lots of thoughts, great characters, well-developed, sense of human issues, rich and full. He like goes into this whole thing. And, and I'm like, oh, well, see, I was thinking he didn't like it or hadn't got around to it or, or you know, whatever it is. Right. The reality is he thought he had written back, right? So sometimes, you know, that email that we don't want to send or that call you don't want to make has nothing to do with the fact that the guy doesn't want to bring your paintings into his gallery. Right. It's that he thought he already had called you to ask you to come in. Sure. Yeah, sure. Right. I mean, not always, but, but it never hurts to follow up, you know? So, I mean, yeah. There, the, yeah. you know, the, the, things like that do happen. Now it could be that you send that second email and you hear absolutely nothing. <laughs> right. Happens. Yeah. You happens. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what? Life is a difficult place, but, you know, other people are not thinking about anybody but themselves. You know. So where does it where does the uh, where does the conversation stand now? Is there movement? In my own head or with this guy? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's take them both in turn. (laughs) Because evil Bill wants me to stop. (laughs) Just get into bed, Bill. Go to sleep. Take a nap. Yeah. I don't want to take a yeah. nap. Here, take this. It's good. It'll feel real good, kid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah First yeah, one's yeah. free. Um I uh I, I I have to book him and a bunch of other people, find a good time to do a reading for that part of it. Um doing a new script. I actually had one in the works, and then I have this other idea, which I actually have to sit down and do, but I've been lazy the past few days or been busy doing other stuff. Um in my head though, where where does it <laughs> wait a minute, wait. Wait a minute. What? I was lazy. No, no, no. I've been busy. <laughs> well, two completely I, I, ends. Of- <laughs> I've been lazy about writing. No, no, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Mike's on. I, I was really busy. <laughs> People are listening to this. I forgot where I was for a minute. Oh my uh, god. You know, it's funny. Sometimes you and I on the show say things to thousands of people. Yes. <laughs> That yes. we wouldn't say, like, mm. in, a, in a quiet club to a, pay, a table of four. Heather, Heather, there's a red light on by my computer. What does it mean? Yeah. <laughs> she records more than I do. She would know better. Uh, go listen to her zombie podcast, Reanimated. Um, I, listen, I... I ch- I have chosen I chose to do other things the past few days. I was editing some pictures. I edited stuff for some client. And I edited some pictures I took on Sunday. However... That is to say, I chose to do that versus do something else. You know, I mean, like, I know that's a stupid statement. I, I, I chose. No, no, no. It sounds really coherent. <laughs> Super coherent. <laughs> I, I, I chose to unsuccessfully make something new photographically as opposed to making something new word with words. <laughs> Words breaking. You know what I mean? I chose not to write because I guess maybe I'm scared that writing is sucky too. And it's just inevitable that I'm going to hit a wall there too. Yeah, but you're, you're, you've got a long, you've got a longer way to go potentially. You've got a really long way to go to complete a sentence. (laughs) 
<laughs> script good right words. <laughs> oh yeah. It's super. Um <laughs> you're right. I do I I am still in the hockey stick part of that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I like the hockey stick part. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it, it, there's a part that's like, you, you don't know what you don't know. So you're willing to try more, I would think. Yes. Yeah. And the reality is, is that in most things, I, that's, I've started watching uh, open courseware videos about organic chemistry recently. Oh yeah, me too. It's all the rage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> A, a, a young college student friend of mine is taking organic chemistry and I'm trying to, she's, she's, you know, having a hard time, not a hard time with it, but she's, you know, it's hard. It's organic chemistry. And so as, as a, as a, all right, I'm right there with you. I'm just like, I'll watch these videos along with you so that there's like some camaraderie, right? You know what yeah. I mean? And are you taking the same thing or is it? Is the, does the school offer them online or do you have to do something sort of akin I'm, to it because it's a, a freebie type thing? Yeah, I'm watching the Yale open coursework yeah, organic yeah, chemistry yeah, ones, yeah. which are different than the ones she's doing. Hers are more lab based. I mean, she has, you know, she's a real science person. Mine are just the Yale freshman organic chemistry classes. Um, just. Yeah. Um, and actually, they're they're kind of interesting. You know, the the, the way the guy teaches. The, I, listen, I'm not getting tested on them or whatever it is, right? So it, it's it doesn't matter if I miss something or don't understand some small part of it. I'm like, wait, what? And then I'll go back and I'll rewatch it again. I'll be like, eh, I kind of get that, but okay, I'm moving on. You know, right? Um, I don't need to pick this up, but I don't know anything about organic chemistry. I took chemistry in school a few semesters, but like. I never got to organic chemistry and there, the way that this guy is teaching the class. Did you ever take chemistry? Yes. Okay. So there's like octets is a whole thing where like bonds between molecules that every molecules want to have eight, uh, 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 electrons around them. And I was always like, wait, why? And they've, and yeah, why not six or right. 12 and back in the day? It was always a, well, no, it's just eight. That's just the way it is. They do like eight. And I was like, yeah, but why? Cause I'm the guy had that same teacher. I, I'm one of those kids who I learn better if I know why. Right. You know what I mean? Like just memorizing facts doesn't help me. I need to know why. Right. Anyway, this there's, guy has got to be some order to that chaos. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so this guy goes through all of the experiments over time, them trying to, them figuring out how chemistry works, like the, all these 19th century experiments. And it'll be like, yes, and this guy did this experiment. And he's like, and it basically shows why it's eight. It's like a geometric thing. It's like, hmm. it's, it's how to space things out around a sphere is basically why it's eight. And, and I was like, Oh, light bulb moment. Right. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah, see, yeah, if somebody yeah. had just showed me that when I was taking, why can't they do that at this level? Exactly. Why they, yeah. yeah. Why right. do we have to go to Yale to get the simple exactly. response to this? Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I bring this up only to say that, that when, when you don't know much about, don't know much about, um, when you don't <laughs> know, on, a let me lot, put on my purple suit, <laughs> when, when you don't know a lot about a topic, Everything feels it, you all. You just feel like a sponge the whole time at the beginning. Yeah, sure, sure. I love well, that. Yeah, I well, love it's, that it's, part. That, it's that honeymoon period where everything is new, and I just want to absorb all of the new all at once, all day long. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and yeah. and so not that I'm you know diving into the next episode of organic chemistry for you know freshmen uh, every single day. But if I put it on while I'm making dinner, while I'm waiting for Heather to go home, it's like, okay, well, I learned something new. Do I need to know that? No, but like some of it's actually really interesting. Mm -hmm. So 
You're right. But the interesting thing about it, though, with, say, writing is that, yeah, I'll listen to uh, uh, what's the what's the the what's the podcast script notes. Right. I'll listen to some script notes with Craig. No, Mason. I don't know that one. Oh, Craig Mason, one. the guy who writes The Last of Us. Oh, he's got a OK. I didn't know that. And Chernobyl. Uh, mm-hmm. and all the rest of it does a podcast with John August who wrote big fish and a bunch of other movies. Oh yeah. 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 Where they talk about screenwriting and all things screenwriting. And some of it's like the business of screenwriting and some of it is actual things and they have guests on and it's, it's really interesting. I don't find it as interesting as actually just sitting down and writing because a lot of the stuff they talk about, I am, I'm certainly no expert in, in writing stories. I am not, Shakespeare and any, I'm not claiming to be, I'm not any of those things, but I do have a pretty good intuitive sense of, yeah, the pacing is wrong or this needs mm. to move faster or, uh, no, I need more of a backstory for that character. Cause it just feels like they just dr- drop in at the wrong time, you know, or whatever it is. Like I have an intuitive sense of, 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 of flow. And I think it's because it's a very, it's like a musical thing especially in dialogue, like one person says something and the next person says something. And like, maybe at the end of the sentence of me saying this, I'll go right. Or you think so. And somebody will say, yeah, you don't need to think so. And I'll say, no, no, you do need to think so. Cause Jeffrey's about to say this and it bounces that way. Interesting. So it becomes more of a rhythm. Yes. I find dialogue is very rhythmic for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not about the specific words every time. Sometimes it's about the, the, you know, when you're in a really great dialogue, you ever, you ever actually talk to somebody and it's a really good conversation? <laughs> you know, I, I did once in 84 and from what I remember, it was really satisfying. And you can tell when it's hopping and when it's not. Yeah, sure. And what, what's the difference? I don't know that you know it in the moment. Yeah. I don't know that you can define it in the moment. Yeah. You can feel it when it's not happening or when it is happening. But I don't know that you can consciously do something to make it happening, to make it happen when it's not. Yeah. Are you ever interviewing somebody when you were doing a lot of interviews and it's just like, this is good. I like this person. I know they're an interesting person. And I like their work or whatever it is, but like they're just, this just isn't bouncing. Yes. Yeah, of course. So I mean, it, in, it, in those and, situations, do you do anything? Can you like. I think you try and reset for, for, for me, I will, I'm, I'm listening to tr- if it's not going well, right, it's typically that they that they might not be either comfortable or maybe they're not interested in the line that you're taking. So you try and pull little cues of what have what have they what have they latched onto or what have they have they uh, maybe a tangent that they started to go down that really had nothing to do with the question or the or the the direction that we were going. And maybe go back to that. Yeah, they, they, they mentioned Wisconsin a number of times. Maybe right. I go back and talk about back when they went to high school or college exactly, there or something. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You tack this way. Right. I'll see. Yeah. That's interesting. I, you know what? I, I talked about this uh, recently. There's a, a film called Vengeance that I would love you to go watch for the writing. The writing's really good. It was written by BJ Novak. Okay. Uh, and I think he directed it too, now that I think about it. Um, but really sharp writing without trying to be too clever and go, look how sharp my writing is. Sure, sure. Uh, and really some unexpected casting choices that were really interesting. Uh, I think you might dig it. And you're saying that Dove Cameron is is looks terrible in this movie? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, look at that. It's on, uh, it's on the Amazon Prime video. Yeah, it's on the Prime. And yeah. John Mayer's in it. He is. He, like, <laughs> he's got As a guy a named bo- John. 
He's John. Yeah. He and he and BJ Novak's character, Ben, are friends. And they they meet up at this one spot. And and they I mean, it, when you look at it, the scene, the one scene that they're in together, it feels like they just said, OK, roll cameras and we're just going to talk about whatever. We're just going to improv this whole thing. Sure. But which they may which they may have done. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then throughout the film, he gets the occasional text from John and it's just they show his phone. And it's just like John, you know, it's funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> He's like, man, I'm trying to figure out this guitar part for this new. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Uh, we're supposed to be talking about the movie. We're doing this other thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I, you know, I, it's it, the other reason, uh, and, and we certainly don't have to go into this, uh, but it is interesting that, that, that I'm still, I'm still bumping on the camera and that's something that's keeping me from being excited about photography. It, I can see that. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, it just. Because you're thinking about the thing, not the work. Yeah. Yeah. And like I was, the other day I was, uh, I, um, you can tether this camera to an iPad with, there's capture one for iPad now where you can tether right. straight to the iPad. Yeah. You were, I think not yesterday, but last time we talked, you were going to buy a new air or something. Yeah. Did you get it? So yeah. I, so we got an iPad air mostly for the rowing machine just to use as a, a screen for that. Yeah. And Wait, I only, does, the, does the machine interface to it or as a screen like to watch things while you're doing it? Uh, well, if you have a newer, fancier machine, it can do. There's like Bluetooth in the in the computer part of it, the, oh, the really? monitor. So you can get the rowing UI on the iPad. Oh, that's you cool. can and it can automatically like record your rows. I, it, it would be exp it would be interesting to see how that would work with multiple people rowing on the same machine. Like mm. How would it know? I don't know if there's profiles. My, set up a profile my mother has the yeah. fancier rower, so I'll have to ask her. Um, I just type in my stuff. No, we just use it literally as a screen. They actually sell this. 20 second aside, I will say we have this, you know, water rower that we bought. Mm. This company. Is it, is it the one from the, the thing with Spacey? Yes. Is it the one that he yeah, used? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, we have we have one that uh, the seat kind of rolls back and forth on a single rail. My mm. mother has like the exact one that Kevin Spacey had in mm. in uh, the, what's the what was the show? What was that show? Game of, no. Uh, no. Uh, House of Cards. House, House of, of cards. cards. Game of Cards. <laughs> <laughs> poker. It was called I Poker. I got a four. What do you got? <laughs> I have a four. Um <laughs> He's walking with a limp. Um, so, so, uh, but the, 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 there are things that break on these things. They're made of wood mostly. And occasionally, you know, things wear out when you use them for years. And there are these foot pads you put your heel into, you know? And so every time you, you row, your kind of heel is like lifting up a little bit. So they're flexible, but down at the bottom, it's like a little cup, like a U cup. And everyone, those things break occasionally, like once a year, you'll have one of them break just the, the plastic fails, you know? Yeah. And so the plastic failed and we were waiting for new ones to come. And you would think that a company, the rower costs a thousand dollars. You could imagine that those stupid little foot pads on most brands would be like 50 bucks for a pair. You know what I mean? Like that's if, yeah, yeah. If 15 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're replacement stuff. And the arm that holds the iPad is like this wooden arm. And then you could choose the size thing at the end to like hold an iPad or whatever. I think it was like 45 bucks. Hmm. For the whole thing. I was like, anyway, I just want to say that they're, it's like amazing. They could totally gouge their customers and they don't. Um, but we use it for that. So anyway, I got the iPad. And so last week for the first time I, I was shooting my friend Gideon and I was like, oh, let me try tethering to the iPad. So I brought the iPad along and you plug it in and you ring up, you know, capture one for uh, 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 iPad. 
and start taking pictures and they just pop up on the screen of the iPad and it's really fast because the huh. new iPads are M1s in them. Yeah, yeah, sure. So they'll render that raw file like pfft, nothing. You Wait, know? so it's popping up just a JPEG preview or is it sending it's the, the raw, raw file, file over? And, really? And the wow. raw file that you can then edit in Capture One on the iPad if you want. And wow. what's crazy about it in Capture One, and I mean, you can do this in, in Lightroom too, but... Um, Let's say you take the first picture and you're like, oh, let me open up the shadows a little bit and pull the highlights down and pull the saturation down. When you take the next picture, it automatically uses that last. Oh, wow. So you could like dial in a look. Right. And just have it like show you that version with that look. And is it feature parity across both platforms? I mean, it, I don't think it's quite as fancy. It's it's more simplified. And I, hmm. I'm not 100% into the way they did the dials. Like, to you know, you choose highlight, and then there's another thing on the left that you actually move, you know, like to, to go up and down and whatever. It's not hmm. the best. They just came out. And it's, I think, five bucks a month, six bucks a month. Uh, if you want is to it have a it. final release or is it still a beta thing? Uh, I mean, it's out in the App Store. I think it's, huh. you know, 1.0. But I mean, it's Wait, just, so if you subscribe to Capture One, you still have to subscribe again. To yeah, the, they're two separate. Ugh. They're two separate pieces of software. But Those it also people. means that, like, if you just wanted to tether to iPad, and then you're just going to bring the raw files into Lightroom or whatever it is when you get home, you just got to pay five bucks a month and you can tether to your iPad. Hmm. The only thing I don't like about it, and this is a weird thing, it's amazing because your iPad's so tiny, you can just like stick it in the front pouch of your like sling camera bag, right? Uh, much easier than a laptop, say. The problem is the iPad's so light, there's nowhere to like put it to see. Like a tethered laptop, you can have the laptop sitting on something and the screen up, right? Oh, you can right, like right, look right. at it. You almost have to have some sort of armature yeah, or, or like some I, sort of thing exactly. to hold on to I was it. just like yeah. sticking it on the table and kind of going over and glancing at it every once in a while. Hmm. It was just weird, but it was just, it's like, oh, okay, that's kind of a neat trick. I don't know that it changes the way. There's so many things to think about. When you're working, do you do you have a hard do you time ever think about what you're doing <laughs> no do you have to slow your brain down sometimes yes like i'm uh, you know i'm photographing somebody i'm thinking well right now i'm thinking way too much about the camera and then maybe i'm glancing at the ipad to chimp and mm. then i'm thinking about the light and how the light is changing because there's clouds coming over the thing and outside the window right or whatever right or or yeah. I need to bounce a little bit more here or oh, uh, when I got to, he moves his arm that way, whatever. And then on top of that, I'm having a conversation with the person trying to keep them engaged. And sometimes lately it feels like there's too much input coming in for me to handle all at once. Hmm. All of a sudden hmm. it feels like there's, you know, is when, it because you're still kind of fighting with the camera yeah or is it is maybe. it something else oh the the flash doesn't pop five percent of the time and i have no idea why that's a whole other thing i need to it'll drive me crazy really oh using using the old school pen i i have a pentax and canon version of the of the godox remote which yeah, yeah. has never had a problem if it doesn't do ttl obviously on the on the on yeah, the but you don't you don't do that anyway it should just pop and it does work with any other camera i've ever used it with um it and then with with this one, it was it was like not popping. I don't know, like ten percent of the time or more. It wasn't wow. popping fifteen percent. Wow. It was really driving me crazy. And then so I ordered the Fuji version of the of the thing, and I used that the other day. And still five percent of the time it wasn't popping. If I use huh. if I use Pocket Wizards, which are like super dumb and just like pop pop, yeah, you know, right. <laughs> it double pops the flash. I have no idea why. Really, but a but a. 
Ba-da-ba-da. And I'm like, wow. what the hell is going on with this? It like makes me want to throw it through the wall. So yes, <laughs> there part of it is, is, is I'm thinking too much about it, but you know, it, you know, when you like pull a camera up to your eye and you're looking in the viewfinder, remember when they used to have viewfinders that you used to look at uh, a viewfinder, little glass thing, right? And, 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 you know, <laughs> there'll be the aperture and maybe the shutter speed, or maybe it's just a little in the old school, like in your, your F two or what do you have an F one F still have an F two. Yeah. You, you see the top of the lens, you see the, the yeah. aperture dial on the top of the lens. Yeah. And, and you know, you maybe get a meter, like a little meter reading, right? Like in old school cameras, it might even have been a, uh, uh, like a, a, a pin, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, like a gauge, you yeah, know, like right. the old school, you know, like an actual analog thing was going up and down. Nowadays you open up these cameras and there's 17 things in the viewfinder. <laughs> Yeah, like literally 17 things in the viewfinder. It's like, whoa, this is way too much information. It's like, it's like an 80s cyberpunk movie of, totally. what, of what the internet's going to look totally. like. And you can go in and you can turn a bunch of stuff off. You're like, well, I don't need to know what mode the camera is in or right. what what film simulation it's in. Like yeah. th- that is. Or the, or the level or the, you know, whatever. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Battery or whatever it is like, or, you know, how many pictures I've left. Like, do I really need that inside my viewfinder? I can look at the top of the camera if I need it. I can take a thousand pictures. I don't think I'm ever going to take a thousand pictures. This is not a problem. Um, so I've reduced it down, but even so I'll look in the viewfinder and be like, wait, hold on a second. I'm supposed to be talking to the guy worrying about light and also thinking about these 12 things that I can see inside this viewfinder at all times. Suddenly all all the while thinking to yourself, this is an interface. It's not a camera. This is an interface. Like you're looking at at it as it's, it's some sort of device other than a camera. I'll go you one better. I'm sitting there thinking, this is just a camera. I'm supposed to be taking pictures with it. The camera's irrelevant. Right. Like, I need to worry about the freaking composition. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm here. I'm here to take this picture. I'm not here to operate the camera. Right? And so there's, like, this all of this stuff going on in my head, and, like, it it feels like the beginning of having a migraine where there's just, like, it's everything is hypersensitive to input. Maybe I'm going insane. You're like go, no. going, <laughs> no. Like I think I don't think I am, and I don't think I'm. You know, having some sort of mental breakdown. But there is a part of me that thinks, am I just getting older and I'm having a hard time containing it all? You're older. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There. Thanks, everyone. Drive safe. No, seriously. What, how do you, how do you deal with it when you feel overwhelmed when you're making? You know, stuff? it's. It, I think it's gotten easier for me, honestly, to compartmentalize things because like when I, when I go into the studio to paint and yeah. I think it, what I think what has helped too is having two discrete spaces. Like I, I'm, I'm in the, the computer space right now, right? There, there, there's a computer and there's, there's a mixer and the keyboards and yep. like I'm in that mode. Yep. If, if I go next door, I don't have any of this stuff. I, I, so there, there's only the work table and the paintings and the easel and like, there's only the analog stuff to deal with. So I can let the digital side of my brain kind of exhale because there's only, I can't even get to the digital part. And then same thing when I'm here, I can't get to the analog part. So it's actually as weird as it might sound, it's been easier to compartmentalize. I mean, I still do that thing that you, that you mentioned a few minutes ago where you're thinking, you know, 50 steps ahead and trying to go, well, it, Okay, if I do this too thick, am I going to be able to sand through it? Or if I do this, is this color going to blend with this color once I start scratching at it? And and are you going to be able to see the collage underneath? And did I do it in the right order? And is it is it going to like all of those 
how's it going to look at three feet away? Are you still going to be able to see it? Or do you have to go six inches? Like all of those things are still present. But I do think that it, it has become in another, in another sense easier because I've compartmentalized the spaces. So in my particular use case, it, 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 it has gotten better for now. I still worry about all the other stuff, but the actual making, whatever I happen to be making, I know that these spaces are purposeful to the task. If that makes sense. It's so interesting. It may be to your point that basically I just, I, the computer got into my analog room. Kind of, which is yeah. kind of what happened. Yeah. Through um, no fault of your own. It's, it's the, the evolution of, of the analog room became the computer in this case, your tool. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's funny because, um, I, I, I told you yesterday, I bought one of these glimmer glass right. filter things. Cause I, so we watched the Fablemans recently. I don't mm-hmm. think it was, mm-hmm. was it, did we talk about this last time? I don't remember. Maybe you've seen this movie. Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. Um, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was like, oh my God, I don't think it's best picture material, but you know, it's Spielberg and Kaminsky. So like I'm in, right? And the Lynch scene was the best scene in the movie, I think for me. Oh yeah. The scenes where he's making stuff are, are the best parts in general to me. Yeah. Yeah. Stomping on the wood to, to get the, the, the bullet thing in the dirt. Yeah. That was great. And do we like, um, Paul Dano? Man, I can't, I can't decide. I really didn't was, like him in this. It felt yeah, he re- was phenomenal in the Batman. I thought he was great. Being just creepy. Yeah, just being creepy. But like the, the, this movie and the, the one that he was in with John Cusack, where they both played Brian Wilson. What was that one? Love and Mercy. Sure. Didn't dig it. Yeah. I feel like it felt like he was acting though. It felt like a guy reading lines the whole time. It didn't mm. feel like a real person and mm-hmm. not for nothing, Spielberg and you know, Tony, whatever his name is, what's the other guy who writes the, wrote it with him? Anyway, neither of them is an engineer because engineers don't actually talk like that. <laughs> when, the, when they're talking engineering stuff, it's just like, no, that's not how they would say that. That's not how that goes. It just, it's, I don't think you understand what this means. Exactly. No, it totally felt like that to me. Anyway, <laughs> the, but, 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 it, but I was watching all this stuff and, you know, Kaminsky is just this monster master of light, right? Like this yeah, is sure, like, that's sure. his thing. But a lot of times his light is just a lot of light that just fills a room and that's his look. But, you know, I have one of the best cameras ever made and I can't get stuff to feel that. You have two of them. I have two of the best cameras. (laughs) (laughs) And you still can't take a good picture, Bill. Too soon? Too Mm, soon? (laughs) Does this have anything to do with you? Might you be the problem? But there's a thing that the, the, a look that a lot of these cinema people get where the shadows are opened up and the highlights blow out, but blow out in like a bloomy way. Mm. You know that, you know that Is look? that what you're chasing? Is that what you're after? Yeah. Or do you not like, you are no, after that. I like that. Okay. So, because I want to get more of, I want to do less in post. I want to get my picture closer in reality, you, know, you, you get some of that. Like you do that, that, that light kind of bloom. It looks I like do some a lot of, of that stuff, but I do a lot of it in post. Oh, okay. So now this filter is, is well, this in is, camera. So I was doing a lot of research. I was like, how do these people get this thing? Now I know it involves a lot of diffusion, right? Mm. Which mm-hmm. can either be the old school thing was nets bef- in front of or behind the lenses, right? They would, they would literally take silk women's stockings 
stretch them across the back of the lens and use goop to like keep them in place like this like yeah. sticky yeah. glue stuff to keep them in place and they would do it in the back of the lens because it would it, sometimes where you're focused changed the way the light focused through it in front mm, of the mm-hmm, lens mm-hmm. but if it's at the back of the lens the diffusion is happening after all the focusing so it doesn't affect it as much so that's why they do it in the back of the lens um but of course it's harder to do in pl mount which is like you know the cinema mount lenses um that the, there's like there's more there's space there to do stuff like that but in photo lenses there really isn't you know anyway so i'm just doing all this research and i find this article by a guy and he's just like yeah I was looking into all this kind of stuff and I started doing lots of Google searches and watching interviews and reading stuff about people who make all this stuff. And I noticed something in common that all the people who are making the TV shows like uh, the crown, right? The crown mm, yeah, has a very sure. similar look mm-hmm. where things are kind of low contrast and the shadows don't go black and the highlights are really blown out. And, but it still looks really filmy, even though they're not shooting on film, you know, at like, and one of the things somebody said was they use a glimmer glass thing in front of everything, which, Interesting. which actually you lose sharpness. Like it, mm. it, part of what these things do is they are breaking up the light to spread it around a little bit. Right. And in doing so, some of the light from the highlights ends up filling a little bit of the shadow and blooming out a little bit. Like it, it, like it spread, it spreads into its neighbor's area. Right. You know? Right. So I got one of these things figuring like, that's the answer. Yeah. And just an aside, are there degrees of these things like there are on the pro mist or is it just a glimmer glass is a glimmer glass is a glimmer. Well, so the pro mist is very similar. Glimmer glass is like a newer version of the pro mist, both made by the same people. So, Mm -hmm, and some mm -hmm. people are like, no, I'm a glimmer glass person. Other people are like, I'm a pro mist person. So what you're saying is totally exactly what I'm talking about. This one just happens to be by Tiffin and it's called glimmer glass. But yeah, yeah, any of these diffusion filters are all very similar. Um, Yes, they come in strengths all the way down to like an eighth or a quarter. I'm using a full glimmer glass one, which is mm. like a full strength one. They also, I think make two or four or two or three. So they, you know, make a double or triple powered ones. I don't know how that, do you know how they do you stack them or do you, you have to buy a two or a three at, at time of purchase? I guess like, you can you could stack buy two, two ones into a them, two? but I think that it might be, I think if you stack two full strength ones, I think you would end up with something very different than a full strength two. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because you're, I mean, no, but yeah, well, I'm just saying that you're, it's not like, um, it's like if you had, if you had a, uh, a stocking and you didn't stretch it as much, right. So it's like denser, Mm. it would be different than if you had two ones that were stretched out on top of each other. Cause that, the interference pattern would be different. It wouldn't just be like a less stretched single stocking. It would be two stockings you had to go through, even if they were right. stretched more, Does that, you know, um, yeah. hold on. Let me stretch my stocking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wedgie wedgie. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, I, you know, I, I, I tried this one the other day. And apparently what you need to make these things really work is a, is a really strong backlight. Uh, okay. So you, you've got to have then, you got to have so light coming into the lens in a certain that's way. What yeah. You've got to, you've got to shoot light into the lens to, to diffuse out. Otherwise there's nothing for it to diffuse in the same exactly. way, right? Exactly. And yeah. well, so that changes the way you light your subjects. Yes. Yeah. Theoretically. Yes. I didn't do yeah. enough of it, uh, the other day when I tried it the first time. Just, and, just, you know what, can I ask, can I beg with you please don't go all jj abrams where you're getting like you know where it looks like 
the Star Trek bridge. Okay, hold on a second. Let me delete a bunch of pictures from yesterday. <laughs> um, no, obviously, I don't want to go that far. But there is something about having well a... played. Did you ever see, um, like, the post is the same way. There's a scene... Did you see the is post? the one with Michael Keaton? No, uh, well, <laughs> that's a different one. This is the one with uh, the Spielberg one about the Washington Post with, uh, with oh, right, Tom right, Hanks right. and... Right, 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 right. What's her name? Um, uh, best actress of the world. Uh, what the hell is that person's name? Julianne Moore. Kate Blanchett. Oh, my God. What is wrong with me? Doing a search. Doing a search. Meryl, Meryl Streep. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> there's a scene in that where they get all of the paperwork. They get, like, the copies from, from the guy, the Pentagon Papers, mm-hmm. and they bring them back to his house, and they're all, like, in the living room going through the papers trying to find stuff that's, like, newsworthy. And the whole room is lit by what I'd imagine are like two 10 K lights outside the window with lots of mm. diffusion. Mm. Like, so there's like, you know, basically white sheets of something. And then behind it is oh, big yeah, giant, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the light of God coming through. And then a lot of times they put a little, they put a little mist in the air too. Like they'll put smoke in the room. Right. So right. that that lifts the shadows too. Some people use, um, uh, an additional filter that is a a uh, uh, low con filter, which is low contrast filter. Hmm. So it actually reduces the contrast and brings up the shadows unto itself. So I guess. So what what does all this stuff do to metering? Are you still having to? Well, the, do, you, do you have to do all of it first and then put the stuff on and then re, sort of rejigger it, or are you still able to do all of this stuff in real time? You can do all this stuff in real time. I but. will say that I had a cheaper diffusion lens on or filter on my lens uh, last week, and it was having a really hard time, at least on the 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 Fuji, focusing through it because the focusing pixels are on the sensor, right? And I think the focusing pixels were like, I I can't get it to be sharp because the pixels next to it were bleeding into it. Right, 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 right. It's, like it's the not supposed of, to be sharp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So so there is this. Part of me that's like, oh, well, crap. Well, that that's not good, you know. But then I imagine I'm this guy who has like a glimmer glass and a low con filter and a blah, 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 blah. And like <laughs> my look is just these stacked filters, right? Like, you know. Like this but is, how is that any different than back in the day? When people had a 81 whatever warming filter. Coupon used to use yeah, an 81 on or his. Or a particular film stock with that warming filter. Exactly. Right. And, and, or, or any of these TV shows or movies, which is how I found out about all this stuff in the first place where it's like, well, we shoot with these cook lenses and then we use these filters and we do this thing and post for this lot or whatever it is. And maybe, I guess there's a, I guess maybe what I'm saying is that like, I would love to build a, build the Bill Wadman look, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm more into the taking of the picture. I mean, there's only so much you can do with lights. If you go, you know, if I was on the set of, you know, the crown and was there when they were taking that footage, it probably wouldn't look that it's not like they have tons of fill lights behind the camera all the time or whatever it is. It's like they're doing something with the smoke or with these filters or whatever it is to lift up the shadows in a way they're not doing crazier things with the light. If anything, most TV shows are doing less with light than most right. photo people are doing with light. You know, less they're less conscious about the exact angles and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, like weird See, shadows. I, I love the idea of you doing it in camera because it it gives you it it gives the picture to ha- the opportunity to have more or less of that naturally that look yep. that you're going for 
without you trying to have to make it consistent in post, regardless of how you shot it. Right. I mean, the question is, will clients be all right? Clients, whatever. Will will people like the fact that that is less controllable? You know, as of right now, they could say, ah, it's a little too much with the flare or whatever it is. And I'll be like, okay, I'll pull it back. Bring that. You can bring that back. Yeah. Yeah, But if I'm doing it in camera, it's like, I love this picture, except for the flare that goes right across my eye. And I'm like, well, suck it. I mean, maybe if you're doing enough of the personal work with this to kind of refine and establish this look, and that's what people are hiring you for. Does it feel, does it feel like a, I guess my question is to you, an outsider, does it feel like I'm, I'm just no outsider <laughs> to you as my conscience? Yeah. Right. Uh, d- does it, does it feel like I'm just outsourcing my creativity to gear? No. Okay. No, you're curating the gear to match the vision. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I mean, that's the way I would see it. I mean, yeah. it, it, look, I mean, it, all of these people that you're, that you've referenced Kaminsky, uh, whoever's shooting the crown. Yeah. I mean, even deacons, like they've all got their things that, that, that allow their work to have that sort of signature, that, that, that DNA. Right. So how are you any different than that? Why you, you, you're not just stacking things based on like, what should I be using according to the newest, whatever, you know, survey or search or who's doing what on Instagram, you're trying to go, I'm trying to get the tools that make my photos come out looking like they look in my head. Like what's wrong with that? True. And you know what? It's funny because for all of the interviews with all these people where they talk about like, oh, we're going to get a particular look for this movie. And, and I don't really think about gear. It's like, you know what? The day of, in the show, they're just like, we need the 25 with the diffusion filter. And like, can we move that scrim over here? Like the reality is that it is all those decisions. I love the idea of taking you out of that post mix as much and letting it happen in situ when you're with the person and letting the gear do what the gear does. So then you don't have to think about it and, and, and try and manufacture it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting because most of these things are fairly subtle. Mm-hmm. You know, you put this thing on, you take it off, you go, okay, I can see. Even you can even watch YouTube videos where they have people like, here I am staring at you with no filtration on. And then cut. Here I am standing at you with a level one half mm, glimmer mm-hmm, glass filter, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at it on YouTube and you're like, I don't see any difference. Or like, oh, well, look at those fairy lights in the background. They're just a little bit more puffy, you know, than right, they were before. Right. And it's like, oh, man, I, the people who are. But then again, the people who are doing the crown, they're also shooting all that. And then they're sending it to these top of the line, you know, color people. Right. So there's I mean, interpretation at every step. Of course. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's a good, that's a good title. Got to, got to write these things down. Oh, I've got a list. Oh, have you? <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, it, yeah, there is interpretation at every step, both within your own head, soup to nuts in the making of anything. Yeah. And, and I mean, look, all you can do is try it. And if it's, if it's enough to get you out of, feeling like you're on the back foot a little bit with your, with your photography, if that's an, and maybe it's not the thing, but it leads you to the next thing that might be the thing. There's value there, right? Instead of just doing it the way you've been doing it for the last, you know, 700 years. Yeah. Isn't it interesting though that, yeah, the, the, to some extent, uh, 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 
moving forward, even if it's a failure, is better than not moving forward. Yes. Yes. Yeah. By the way, low contrast filters are expensive. I would imagine all of these things are expensive. Yeah, the Glimmer like, Glass I, was like 80 bucks. Yeah. Uh, this low contrast filter is a buck 20. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why. Huh. Uh, does it have a, when, when you look at the filter itself, does it have a tint to it? Uh, no, it optically clear. You know, it's interesting. So the cheap, uh, diffusion filter I bought the other day looked like, here, I'm going to pull out some glasses so I can actually see this. Hey, look at, get my glasses out. Um, the, Cue the old timey music. Yeah. Can I actually see this? Oh yeah. Look at that. So it almost looks like somebody sandblasted spec, like little specks onto a oh. piece of glass. Huh? Like, and in fact, and they're a little bit, and when you tilt it in the light, there's like a little bit of a glint on them. It's almost like somebody took silica dust yeah, 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 yeah. and dusted a piece of glass. Like that's, a little diamond cut yes, thing. Yes, that's yeah, exactly okay. what it is. Yeah, 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 and yeah. That's, that's kind of interesting looking at it because I, I hadn't looked at it before. But it, what's, inter- what's really weird is that when I go into, for the pictures that I used this on on uh, Sunday, I go into the pictures in Capture One. I was like, oh, it's not super sharp on her eye. And I go, oh, right, it's not supposed to be. That's the whole yeah, point of right. this is that it's That's supposed to like remove yeah. some of that. And I'm like, well, what the hell did I pay all this money for 102 megapixels? Cue every film picture ever taken that you like. True, true. Yeah. And I will tell you, I uh, am considering not editing at 102 megapixels. Huh. It's just too big. Yeah, the yeah, files yeah. file sizes are just nuts. Yeah. You start putting some layers on. You try to save it. It's like well, you're over four gigabytes, and you're like, ah. Yeah. And I mean, how big are these going to ever be seen in a magazine? Even if it's right. a tabloid if, if magazine, it's, yeah. If it's for some client or whatever it is, if I yeah. if I actually work on them at fifty or sixty megapixels, it's still more than it'll ever be used at. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but it is interesting that 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 it's my camera is now beyond the resolution that I would ever need. Like I, like I don't even want it at the level that it is right now, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. I would think that, I mean, it's nice the, to the be resolution is not the stuff. bottleneck. It's, it's the other stuff. Yeah. Wait, yeah. are you saying that the resolution is not the bottleneck? <laughs> whoa, whoa. Uh, it might, might be. I mean, maybe it is. <laughs> it, it's not, it's not the bottleneck until the 200 megapixels. Comes uh, I don't know. All right, are you are you settled in your head or are you do, do you need Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. We got to let these people go. Let your people go. Let your people go. Um Where well, where where do you want to send them? Where can they find you? Well, that's the thing. Where can they find I, 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 What what are we doing about Twitter? Does Twitter exist or does Twitter not exist? What is the I don't know if you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm for the now I, website Instagram, jeffersadores.com, Instagram. Yeah, me too. Instagram at Jeff. Yeah. Uh, You, Uh, uh, my, my sub stack, it's just jeffersadores.substack.com. That's where I'm doing the most stuff, to be honest with you. How many weekly shows are you doing now? Not weekly shows. I'm doing weekly writing. I'm writing more than I'm doing anything else. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, uh, uh, oh, I also do that, uh, uh, speaking of seeing with uh, my friend Sandy. Is that only YouTube or do you release audio of that? Uh, only YouTube just cause it's visual. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Kind of know if, like, to... for people that, because a lot of people statistically go to YouTube just to listen as well now. Yeah, and, and you I... can just go listen. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if you go, you get to see my cute mug. And, there you know, you and Sandy's there too. Um, <laughs> <Wow>. uh, 
<laughs> oh, she'll hate this when she hears it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's just me talking about art that I have no idea what this is great. Sandy comes in and she's like, here's the topic for the day. Here are three slides. You ready to record and record. And I'm like, wait, what? Oh, really? So are- you're, you're fresh on that. I wow. am completely like, I will look at them and go, I think I've seen that one before. I have no idea what we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> what are you saying? So she's got pages of notes. Right. Cause you know, she's an art teacher. So like she's, she's got all this stuff. She's discussed this before at galleries with other people and stuff like that. And I'm coming in completely cold as someone with no fine arts degree. Yeah. But that's kind of groovy. You become, you become the voice of the viewer. (laughs) Yeah. You become the voice of the viewer. You ask the questions, you make observations without the, the sort of provenance of the piece or without the, 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 the education at her, at her level, it sounds like, I mean, that's, Wow, that sounds great. Exactly. Yeah. So it's fun. So if you want to hear me talk about art in like a literally I'm commenting on a painting or a installation visual art, uh, you can go listen to that. Uh, but uh, but other than that, I am here with you. Oh, and I did not. I did an episode of Pals the other day. Oh, who'd you have? Uh, uh, my friend Ben, who's a neurologist. Oh, you'll, wait, quick, quick side story before we leave. I uh, I did a uh, interview with my neurologist friend. I get a face mail from another neurologist friend of mine. Wait, a face mail? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a Facebook message. Ah, okay. I, okay. My, my mother calls G, when she emails me, she Gmails me. <laughs> and so we started That's calling right. it face mail, which I think is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so Facebook message is face mail. Um, <laughs> so, so, so I get a face mail from this guy and he says, hey, listen, a uh, guy I know, he's a, a husband of a, a woman that I know more well than him, but he's a neurologist. And he said, Hey, I saw your interview. Would you be willing to come on to our podcast, which is done by the American Academy of Neurologists to discuss your migraines and how they affect your work? Oh, wow. Yeah. So you, you as kind of test subject rather than interviewer. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool. the interviewee about Wait, my, about my brain. Oh, you I'm, should yeah, totally do it. I'm doing it. And here's the best part is that then he says, uh, how would you feel about us having your neurologist on Dr. Broner to discuss your case? Oh, wow. So you become a case study. Oh, you should totally do it. Yeah. You're going to do it. Well, here's You're my question. You got to do it. Would you, would you, how would you feel about somebody talking about your literal medical case? In public. If I thought it could offer me any relief, understanding, knowledge, other insight, people. yeah, I would do it. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I, I went and had my thing with her the other day and I was like, hey, by the way, you might get a call from these people. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I think she might do it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I that's, like, that's, I would, I would absolutely 100% do that. So anyway, you can go listen to me talking to my neurologist friend on pals with Bill Wadman if you want. I think I'm going to nice. do, I'm going to do a few more of those coming up. Cause you know what? I, I have a lot of interesting friends. Why not? I mean, this is, this is the thing that I've come to like, why not? You know, I, I talked to Martin Rotz, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a week or so ago, he from the South of Spain, he's living his best life. Seriously. Can we all just move to the South of Spain? Yeah. He's, he's, he and he and his, his wife and, and his dog, they spend six months a year in the van just traveling through Europe and they they're, they found this little village in Andalusia in the mountains and they just said, well, let's just stay here for a while. Hold on a second. I have to have a <laughs> a van and a dog? Yeah. that's yeah. And the dog's name is Laika. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Cutest dog. Looks like a cartoon character. Anyway, so, you know, it, it, the, the talking to people 
Yeah. That's become it. And without having to go, well, where does it fit? What does it, does it, is it this? Is it, it doesn't matter. Let's just have conversations. I mean, let's listen, just connect. This is, I mean, when you and I feel like doing it, we do it. Let's just, let's just do it. Let's do I mean, uh, Why not? Like, why not do it? Yeah. Uh, listen, yeah. did you, I don't know if I've mentioned this, uh, but uh, apparently the key to happiness is relationships with other people, Jeffrey. I have heard that. Yeah. I have heard that. Uh, well then uh, more power to us then. Uh, exactly. If you have any thoughts, uh, podcast at ontakingpictures.com. Uh, Can you, I tell you, uh, I'm still blown away. I got it. I have to, I have to leave this. Oh, the emails we get? Yeah. The, yeah. It, 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 I can't even tell you how many and, and, and how, how lovely it's been to hear from you all. Welcome back. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Uh, uh, and our listenership's not terrible considering we haven't done this in three years. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Kind of growing. So uh, spread the word. We're back-ish. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we feel like talking <laughs> we're, we're bringing sexy ish back <laughs> that's what we're doing uh and, but until then uh come on give me a little jt come on bust it out uh, am i supposed to dance too <laughs> actually you know i don't know the lyrics i mean i know the sexy back part but like what, what is it, there's lots of there's lots of like, like slides in that song, aren't there? Yeah. Where he's yeah. like sliding on the floor. Oh, musical recommendation. Have you listened to the 1975? Have we talked about them? I just started listening to them because I saw an interview with Maddie, the, the lead singer guy. And I just started listening to them. They, I'm the now new I'm record sad. is very good. They, did, they played at the Anthem and I'm very sad that we didn't go see them because I'm really digging them. Oh yeah. The new record, well, the new record, I think it came out a year ago or more. Yeah. Um, is is quite good. And there's a song on that about going home for Christmas hmm. that is sort of is is my happy place right now where I just listen to it over and over and over again. Uh, mm. It's it's on uh, being funny in a foreign language. The sound is called wintering. And hmm. that is that is uh, my my favorite song. I just listen to it over and over and over again. Yeah. It makes I'm me a happy. new fan, but I, I like what I've heard so far. Yeah, they're good. They're a bunch of nerdy British, good-looking British kids. Yeah. You know, unlike yeah. us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeffrey, you have a good week. <laughs> uh, never gets old. All right. Uh, thanks for being here, everybody. All right, bye. We'll see you. Say what you wanna say I know what you will say Will leave me out